begin today the Gemara on Daf Yur Aleph Hamid Beis, eight lines up from the bottom of the Yamad. So the Gemara here is bringing different statements that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. These statements don't necessarily have to do one with another, but it's just uh, quoting those statements that he said. And this is actually the last uh, Indian that the Gemara brings here that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. And there's going to be a long discussion about this, the whole next Amad of the Gemara here. Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar as follows, Hilchaseh, the halacha is, Goivin min ho'avadim. If someone owes you money, so you can collect your loan from, if he owns an Evet Kanani, that's part of possessions that he owns, you can collect the chayv that he owes you from Evet Kanani. Like, just like you can collect from any other of his possessions, you can also collect from the Evet Kanani as well. So, Amalei Rav Nachman Rav Nachman asked Ula about this. Amar Rav did Rav say this, Afilami Yasmi? That even if this person that owes you the money died, and now the Yusaymim, his children, inherit this Evet Kanani that their father owes, could now this Balchayv come and collect his loan even from the Yusaymim that now own this Evet Kanani? So the Gemara says that Ula said, no. In that case, once the person himself died, they can't collect from the Yusaymim. The Balchayv can't collect from the Yusaymim. Only from the person himself, that's uh, when you could collect from the Yusaymim. Now, what's the discussion over here? What's the, this is going to be the whole Gemara that we're going to talk over here about this. The, the, the Avadim, they're not typical movable items. Um, Evid is obviously a movable existence, but there's usually, when it comes to collecting a loan, there are two different kinds of things. There's Metaltalim, which are movable items, and there's Karkois, there's a, piece, a land, a piece of land. So the question is, in what category do we put Avadim? Do we compare Avadim to a piece of Karka? And there are psukim in the Torah, where the Torah compares an Evet to a Karka. He has the same status as a piece of land. Or is an Evet like a piece of metal and a movable item? And the, the, the relevance of that would be this, this uh, question that he asked him regarding Yisemim. Because the Allah is that children are not obligated to pay the father's loans. But the Balchayv, the lender, could come and collect his loan from a piece of property that the father owned, because the shibud remains on the piece of property. But from any metal to live, from any movable items, you can't come and collect. So now the question is, the Evet Kanani that the children inherited, do they have the din of a karka? So therefore the Balchayv could collect from the Yusayimim, this, this Evet Kanani, or no? The, the Avadim are like a din of metaltalin, and therefore it can't be collected. So over here, what Ula was saying is that the Avadim are treated like metaltalin, like movable items, and therefore they cannot be collected from the Yusayimim. So after Ula explained this, so uh, Rav Nachman further asked him, he's saying that Rabbi Loza only came to say you could collect the Evet Kanani from the borrower himself, but not from his children, Minei, only from him himself. What's, so then what was he Bechlal saying? What was his Chiddush? If a person owes money, you can collect from any of the possessions that he owns, including the, the shirt that he's wearing on his back. So what's the Chiddush that you can collect even from an Evet Kanani that he owns? And says the Gemara, the Chiddush over here is as follows. When this borrower borrowed money, so he owned the Evet Kanani, and he wanted to guarantee the, the lender that he's going to pay back, and he designated this Evet Kanani as the place of where he's going to collect from. Here it actually brings the meaning of the word apoitiki. Apoitiki is a combination of three words. Apoi, tehei, koi. That it's from here that you will come and collect your loan. Now, as Sarashi explains, 
But Ullah was basically saying is, what Rabbalaza taught is, even if you can't collect the Evid Kanani from the Yusayimim, because as I mentioned, the Yusayimim are not obligated to pay the father's loan, and the Evid Kanani does not have a din of Karka, but nevertheless, when you make an Apoitiki, then even if this individual now is going to sell his Evid Kanani to someone else, the lender is going to be able to collect from this Evid Kanani from that buyer. If you designate the Evid Kanani that you own as the Apoitiki, you tell the lender, this is where you're going to collect from. <coughs> but then you went and sold him. The lender can come and confiscate and collect from there. But if a person tells the lender that this Aksayon, here, this is where you should collect from. So now Shayr is a, is a metaltlin, it's a movable item. And then it's sold to someone else. So then the fact that you made him an apaitiki, this this show that is, you made it an apaitiki is not gonna be it's not gonna work. Once you sold him, the Balchaiv can't come and collect from there. Now what's the reason for this difference? If you designated him as an apaitiki, shouldn't the Balchaiv always say, This is this is my shibud is dafka on this, this was the whole deal that I could come and collect <coughs> from here. So why when the shayer is sold to someone else can't he collect? The answer is this is a thakan of Chachamim for the benefit of the buyer. My time, the reason for this difference is as follows. Ha Isle Kala. When you designate an Evit Kanani as an Apoitiki that the lender could collect from there, that's something which there'll be a rumor about this. Everyone will know about this. So therefore the buyer should know about this when he buys the Evit Kanani that he's taking a risk buying this Evit Kanani because there's a lender here that has a special right to collect from him. But the whole Lesley Kala. A shayr, an ox, where you designate to, to collect from it. There's no kail about this. There's no rumor about this. So how would the buyer ever know about this? So therefore, Chachamim said, once you buy a piece of metaltalin, for example, a shayr, even if there was an apaitiki, nevertheless, the lender can't collect from there. That's how Ulla explained what Rabbi Laza meant to say when he said that a lender could collect from the uh, Evid Kanani. Now, Labasa did not fake, but after... After um, Rav Nachman went out, so he finished discussing this with Ula after he left, Amalahu, so he told to the people that were sitting in front of him, Amalahu Ula, so Ula said, Hachi Amar so Ula said, I want you to know that the truth is, when Rabbi Lazar said this halacha, that a lender could collect from the Evet Kanani, that's a film Yasmi. He could collect from the Evet Kanani even after the borrower passes away, and now it's the children that inherit this Evid Kanani. Afilu meyasmi, Omar. Even from Yisayim and Yosa said this. Afilu meyasmi, that is. Omar Av Nachman. So now, after Av Nachman heard this, Av Nachman said, Ishtamtin Ula. Ula was avoiding telling me the truth of what Rabbi Laza said. Why is this? Because as I explained before, what's the chiddush of the fact that uh, you can collect from the Evet Kanani, even from the Yisayimim, that we consider Evet Kanani to be like a piece of karka. And a piece of karka, a piece of land, even after it goes over to the children, the, the Balchayv could collect from there. So that's really what Ola meant to say, uh, in the name of Rabbi Lazar, that uh, a Evet Kanani is considered to be like a karka. Now why didn't he want to tell Rav Nachman the truth? Because he knew that Rav Nachman will have many questions on this, and he's going to try to disprove him from a Mishnah, from a Raisa. So he didn't want to tell him, he just told him, no, he didn't say he could collect from Yusayimim. He just uh, meant to say another din, that if uh, this Evet Kanani is sold off to Likeyach, then then you could collect. So now here the Gemara brings a whole discussion about this, 
point, what is the status of an Evet Kanani? Is he like Metaltalin or is he like Karka? So the Gemara brings Hava of the Benerda. In Erda, there was a story that happened like this. Someone owed money, and now there was an Evet Kanani to collect from, and the Evet Kanani was by the children, the father, the, the person, the father passed away already. So what, how did they pass in Erda? Va'agbu dined in Erda. And the judges in Erda allowed the, the, the lender to collect from the Evet Kanani, even from the Yisayimim. In other words, they considered Evet Kanani to have a din like Karka that could be collected from the Yisayimim. And the same thing happened with Pompadisa. There was a story in Pompadisa like this as well. Vagbeit of Chana Barbizna. And of Chana Barbizna also allowed to collect the Evet Kanani from the Yisayimim. So now Amalahu Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said to them when they collected this, they allowed the, the, to collect this Evet Kanani from the Yisayimim. Zilu Ahaduru. That he told these Dayanim, you Paskin wrong. Go and give back this Evet Kanani to the Yisayimim. Vi'iloi, if you're not going to return it, magbinun l'chul la'padnaichu. I'm going to go and take your big palace or whatever house you own, and I'm going to collect that, I'm going to confiscate it and give it to them. <laughs> you have to go and return. This is a wrong psaktin. <laughs> so, okay, so here we see this machloike. So, Nachman holds that Evet Kanani does not have a din like Karka. So, Omalei Rav, Rav Nachman, Rav says to Rav Nachman, why are you arguing with this halacha? Ho, Ula. We know that Ula said that what Rabbi Laza meant to say is that you could collect from the Evet Kanani, even from the Yusayimim. And Ha Rabbi Laza, he said it in the name of Rabbi Laza. Rabbi Laza also agrees to this. And Ha Dayani de Narda. And here we have the judges of Narda that pass in this way as well. And the Ha Rav Chanabar Bizna, Rav Chanabar Bizna also pass in this way. So Mar Keman Svirule, you that say that Evet Kanani does not have a Lacha Lekarka, whose opinion are you following? Malay, sort of Nachman answers, I'm not following any of these opinions because I know what it says clearly in Abraisa. The Tani Avimi, Avimi taught what it says in Abraisa regarding the halacha of a prusbul. A prusbul is what you make after the year Shmita. Shmita absolves all loans. But then Chachamim were Mesakin that if you make a prusbul, you're giving over your chavis to the Bezdin. So then it's not your private loan, you're able to collect it. Now, the Braise says, Prusbul Chalala Karka. In order for you to be able to make a Prusbul, you have to own a piece of land. A Hillel that was Mesakin this halacha of Prusbul is only in a case where this is a loan where there's a Shibud on a piece of Karka. That's a kind of loan which is more common, and that's where Chachamim made this Takana of a Prusbul. So it has to be a piece of Karka. But if you own an Evet Kanani, then the dinner Prusbul does not take effect. So you see here clearly that Evet Kanani, Chachamim do not consider it to have the same halacha as a piece of karka. Mm-hmm. Another halacha where Chachamim said that Evet Kanani is not like karka, Metaltalin Niknin Ima Karka. You can acquire movable items along with karka. This is what's called Kenyan Agav. When you make a Kenyan on karka, so other movable items that you want to sell along with it, you don't have to make a separate Kenyan for them. The Kenyan on the karka will be effective for other Metaltalin as well. But if you're selling a, a slave, Evet Kanani, you can't say that along with the slave will come maybe his, his clothing and other things that he owns as well. No, Evet Kanani, it does not have the halacha like Karka. So here we see two clear halachas that it's not like Karka. And that Rav Nachman says, this is my source. Taisus over here points out that, that this whole halacha that Rav Nachman is saying here, the whole discussion in the Gemara, whether we compare Evet Kanani to Karka, is only regarding dinim midrabbanon, whether we compare Evet Kanani to Karka. Prusbul is a takana midrabbanon, the halacha of Agav. The Gemara later will bring a posik actually for the Kenyan of Agav, but it's not Menatayra, it's a Kenyan midrabbanon. 
the fact that Metaltlin goes along with Karka. But regarding Halachas Menatayre, everybody agrees that Eved Kanani has a status like Karka. There's a Pasik there where it says that Eved Kanani is just like Karka, but it's, the discussion over here is only regarding Halachas Midrabonim. So here the Gemara brings that it seems like this whole question is a machlekes tanoim. Lemeke tanoim, shall we say that this, uh, this halach is a machlekes tanoim? Because the Braise says, machalei avodim v'karkois. A person sells someone slaves and pieces of land. V'hichzik ba'avodim, and he made a kinyan in the, in the eved that it was sold. Loikona karkois. So that kinyan of the eved works for the eved, but you're not going to acquire the karka along with it. Karka separate. Bikakois, he made a Kenyan in the Karka, loy kon avodim. You cannot acquire the avodim together with the Karka. Karkois metaltlin. If you're selling someone a piece of land with pieces of furniture, other movable items. Let's say you're selling a house with uh, the furniture in it. Hichzik bekarka. You make a chazaka in the Karka, kona metaltlin. So the metaltlin come along. Again, this is the Kenyan of Agav, that the metaltlin come along with the Karka. Bimetaltalin, if you made a Kenyan in one of the movable items here, loikona karka, you're not going to be kind the piece of karka. Avadim umetaltalin, if you're selling an Evet Kanani along with other movable items, hichzik bavadim, you made a Kenyan in the Avadim, loikona metaltalin, you do not acquire the metaltalin, it's not, it doesn't have the same status as karka. If you make the Kenyan in the Avadim, it will not be effective for the metaltalin. The metaltalin, you make a Kenyan in the movable items, you don't acquire the Avadim. So here, this is one Braise where it clearly says that Avadim do not have the same status as Karka. But Vatanya, we learned in another Braise where it clearly says different. That when you're selling an Evet, Kanani, together with other movable items, if you make the Kenyan in the Evet, you do acquire the metaltalin along with the Evet. So my love, Bahaka Miflagi. So it seems to be that over here, this is the argument regarding the status of Evid Kanani. The second price is saying that the Avadim are just like Karka. So the Kenyan of the Karka brings along the Metaltalin with it, like the Kenyan of Agav. And the first price says that Avadim is no different than any other movable items. So you can't make a Kenyan on an Evid, and then along with it should be the other Metaltalin. Says, no, not necessarily. Is this the Machlekes? And here the Gemara is going to bring two Pshatim. The Kula Alma, everybody will agree, Avadim Kimikarkoi Domi, that we treat it ever the same as a piece of land. So the Braise that says that when you acquire your, an Eved, so along with it, you could acquire Metaltlin as well, Shapir. So that's understood, just like by Karka. There's a king of Agav, Avadim is the same thing. The price that says that you're not going to acquire Metaltlin along with it, the reason is because regarding the Kenyan of Agav, it's not like Karka. Because if you look at the source and where it's learned out, it's different than Karka. Because Be'inon, Karka, Dumye, the Orem Mitsura is Be'yehuda. The Karka that works for Kenyan Agav, that Metaltlin can be acquired along with the Karka, that's only if it's similar to these cities of Yehuda, where it's learned out from, the Loi Naidi. We're talking about actual pieces of land that are not moving anywhere. So Avadim are as significant and as they have a similarity to Karka, but still, Avad moves around. So for the Kenyan of Agav, it's not going to work. Now, where, where's the source of this? The Tanan, the source of this is the Mishnah that we learned. This is Mesech the Kedushin, Nechasim. She'ela machrayis, possessions a person has, that you can't uh, have any uh, 
responsibility over them. What this basically means is, because it's movable items, it goes from one place to another, so you, you don't have a responsibility to collect that. It could be, you could collect a loan from it because it could just be in another location where it's not available. That's, so this is a term for metaltalin. Niknin in nechasim sheshlam achrayis. They could be acquired along with karka, which is called nechasim sheshlam achrayis, that it remains put, it is where it is. And there's always a responsibility that you could always, there's a guarantee you could always collect from it. And alone. So this is the halach of Kenyan Agav. You make a Kenyan on the Karka, either Kesef or Shtar or Chazaka, three modes of a Kenyan on the Karka, and the Metaltal come along. That's the Mishnah. Now, on that, it was said, what's the source for this Kenyan of Agav? Where does this come from? Because the Pasuk says, Their father gave them a bunch of gifts, silver, gold, and other things. Im are mitsuris bi Yehuda with these cities in Yehuda. So we see Im are mitsuris means along. This is the king of Agav that he gives a gift. He's giving the cities, which is a land, as a gift, and along with it, he gives uh, other expensive items. And you don't have to make a separate Kenyan on this. So over there, you see clearly that the Kenyan of Agav and the source is only regarding a piece of land which is loy naidi, which does not move around. So therefore, even though Avadim are compared to Karka, but it doesn't work for Kenyan Agav. Regarding, it's um, a good question. Regarding other halachas, regarding the shibud, regarding the halacha that um, knew that the Gemara started off with, regarding collecting a loan from the Yisaimim. If you collect that the shibud goes on it, uh, regarding the Yisaimim, over there it is considered to be karka. Okay, but now the Gemara brings an opposite pshat. There's another version for this. Everybody will agree that Eved has the halacha of metaltalin. So when it says that when you make a Kenyan on Eved, that you're not kind of any other metaltalin along with it, shaper. So that's understood because it's uh, it's only metaltalin. This that it says that when you're selling somebody, an Eved, so along with the Eved, you could acquire also metaltalin. What that's talking about is, but I done all of when those metaltalin that you want to sell together with the Eved are on the body of the Eved himself. Let's say his clothing is wearing or anything else that he's holding in his hands. What's the kind of Kenyan that happens over here? It's not the Kenyan of Agav. This is a Kenyan of Chotzer. There's another kind of a Kenyan. If you sell to someone a, 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 a Chotzer, so when he acquires the Chotzer, what's inside the Chotzer, you're kind as well. It's another kind of Kenyan. When something is in your domain, you can be kind it. Not Kenyan Agav. It's not the Kenyan that you make on a karka and along with the Kenyan karka comes something else. No, after you already own it. Once you already own some, uh, a piece of karka, now what falls inside of it, you could be kind of. So over here, you're selling the Evet and once the Evet is sold and it's now yours, so now the clothing that he's wearing or whatever he's holding in his hands is like in, his, in, in your chatzer. So you'll be kind of it. But the Gemara asks him this, could Kenyan chatzer work for an Evet? If the Eved that you're, that's now acquired and he has other items that he's holding in his hands, so are you going to say that now it's like your Chatzar and therefore you're going to be kind of what he's holding? So, my, how does that work? It shouldn't work because have a Chatzar Mahaleches. The Eved Kanani is a Chatzar that moves from one location to another. He doesn't stay put in one place. And the rule is Chatzar Mahaleches Loikana. A Chatzar that moves around is not going to be kind of. Because the dinner chatzah is learned from a yad, just like a yad, which is attached to the body of a person, even though the person himself moves around. But the yad has no independence to move around on its own. So chatzah is not kind of if it can move around on its own. You own it, the eved, but the eved can move around, so there's no din of chatzah. 
If you'll answer and say, No, but if the Eved is standing in one place, when he's standing in one place, then he's, he's your Chatzar, and whatever he holds, you'll be kind as well. But it doesn't work because anything that if it moves around, you can't be kind. This is the example that's brought for this is, let's say, a boat that's floating around. Even when it stays put and it's standing still in one place, you're also not kind. So how can you be kind with this Eved here? So the Gemara answer is, but there, there still is a case where you could be kind with the Eved, because the halacha is, if, if this Eved is, is tied mm-hmm. and he can't move around, and uh, some Rishonim added, we learned this in another Gemara, then Gittin also not only is tied, but he's also sleeping, so the Himamish cannot move anywhere, then you're going to be kind of with this Eved Kanani. And that's what it's speaking about over here when it says that along with the Eved, you could be kind of metaltalin. It's when he's kafus, when he's tied. So then the Kenyan is not the Kenyan of Aga, but it's a Kenyan of Chatzar. <coughs> okay, but now the Gemara goes back to another detail that was mentioned before in the Braise. Before we learned in the Braise that if a person is machsik in Karka, you make a Kenyan in the Karka, you can acquire along with the Karka other metaltalin. That's the Kenyan of Agav. But Avodim, you cannot be kind along with the karka. The kinyan of Agav does not work for the Avodim. <laughs> here the Gemara brings that there's another Braisa though that says, Vatanye, we'll learn another Braisa, Hichsik Bekarka. If you make a kinyan in Karka, Kona Avodim, the kinyan of Agav will work that your kinyan in the Karka will bring along that you could acquire the Avodim with it. And before in the Braisa, the first Braisa we quoted before, it says that it does not work. And says the Gemara, Hasam Ba'imdim Besaycha. When it says that the Avodim, you could be kind of together with the Karka, that's only if they're standing inside the Karka. By, when it says before that you cannot be kind of the Avodim together with the Karka, because they're not inside the Karka. But if the Avodim are inside the Karka, the Kenyan of Agav will work even for the Avod. Says the Gemara, <coughs> so what are you, what's the distinction you're making here? Miklal. Huh? Right, correct. If right now he's inside the Karka, here we're not talking about Kenyan Chatzar, we're talking about the Kenyan of Agav. Regarding Kenyan Agav, it's not necessary to be tied. As long as the Eved is standing inside the Karka, if you acquire the Karka, that you'll, you'll, be, you'll be acquiring the Eved along with it. Not if he's outside. So the Gemara explains, what's the distinction here? Miklal, so now I understand from this, what are you trying to say? The high loikona, when the previous Braissa says that you make a Kenyan on the Karka, you're not kind of the Eved, what does that mean? When the Eved is not standing inside the Karka. So how can we make this distinction? The Gemara says, This is going to be a good answer according to what we explained before. The Omar of according to one version, so what did he say? Avdi kimetaltali dami. Avde, the uh, Eved has the halacha like a movable item. So therefore, we can make this distinction. Hainu, so then you could say that we can apply the king of Agav here, and we could say as follows. When does the king of Agav work? When that metaltalin you want to acquire along with the karka is inside the karka. But but if the Eved, which has a halacha like metaltalin, and he's not inside the karka, you won't be kind of. So that distinction would make sense. But but if we're going to go according to the version that we said before, that Avdi Kimikaki Domi, that Evet Kanani does have the halacha like a piece of land, so if you're acquiring a karka and along with it, you're going to also acquire an Evet, why does that Evet have to be inside this karka that you're acquiring? Shmuel. Shmuel said the following halacha when you make a Kenyan on a piece of karka. If you're selling to someone, your real estate, and you're selling him different properties that you own in different locations, in different countries of the world, 
When you make a Kenyan on one karka that's in one location, that Kenyan on that one karka is effective for, for all. You're going to acquire all the pieces of real estate that he sold you all together. You don't have to make a separate Kenyan. So obviously in such a case, the different pieces of real estate you own are in different locations and still your kind so if you're going to say that an Eved has a status like a piece of real estate, like a piece of karka, so why would the Eved that you are acquiring with this karka have to be inside the karka? I make a Kenyan on one karka and I acquire another piece of karka that's in a different location. That's the question. Now the Gemara says back, but all the time, make according to your reasoning that you're not accepting the distinction whether the Eved is inside the karka or outside the karka, even if you're going to say that an Eved does not have a status of Karka, but he's like a movable item, still, there should be no difference if he's inside the Karka or outside the Karka, because regarding the Kenyan of Agav, it works even if it's outside the Karka. Why does he have to stand inside the Karka? This is a discussion in the Gemara of Kedushin regarding the Kenyan of Agav, when you're acquiring Metaltalin together with Karka, does that Metaltalin have to be inside the Karka or not? And the conclusion there is, the loy the metaltlin that you're acquiring does not have to be piled up inside the karka itself. So there's no reason to make this distinction of inside the karka or outside the karka. So basically we're going back to the contradiction we had in the Braise. In one Braise it says that when you make a Kenyan on karka, you're kind of the Eved with it. In another place it says not. So how can we make a distinction that it depends on whether it's inside the karka or not? So the Gemara explains that distinction still remains. So what's going to be the explanation? What are you going to answer? Shani metaltlin denaidi, even if an Evet Kanani is defined, has the status of metaltlin, but still, you can't compare metaltlin that walks and moves around on his own, like an Evet, to movable item that cannot move around on its own. So this halacha that we said regarding Kenyan Agav, that it does not have to be inside the karka, is regarding regular metalton, not regarding Evet, because he moves around on his own, he's not bottled to the karka. So then the Kenyan will only take effect if he's inside the karka. If so, even if we're going to say that Evet Kanani has a status of karka, and Shmuel said when you kind of one karka, you could be kind of another karka in a different location, that's not always going to be true. You can't compare a piece of land that doesn't move around to a piece of land, which is the Eved, that does move around. So after that is, an Eved is Mekakoi Denaidi. He has a status of Karka, but nevertheless he moves around. So if he moves around, you're not going to be kind of this Eved along with the Karka unless he's inside the Karka. But Hassan, when you're acquiring a few pieces of real estate from someone, why don't you have to have it all in the same location? Because sadne the arachadu, because the entire ma- land mass is all one continuation. So if you kind of one piece of karka one place, you could along with it be kind of another piece of karka that's sort of attached to it. But that doesn't apply to Evet. That's why by the Evet, he has to be inside the karka if you want to be kind of him together with this karka. Okay, that's the conclusion of this Indian, the discussion regarding the status of an Evet. This was a side Indian that was brought here from Ul in the name of Rabbi Loza. Now we go back to the Mishnah that we had before on Daf Tesamid Beis. The Mishnah there said the rules regarding who, if you damage, are you chayef to pay. And the first exception the Mishnah said is that only if you damage someone that is not hectish. If you damage hectish, then there's no payment. And we, we had already before, the Gemara brings the Pasuk, and not hektish. If you damage an ox of hektish, or a property of hektish, you're not going to be chayef. But the way the Mishnah put it was, only if you damage possessions, properties, that there's no halach of me'ila, of misusing hektish, 
then you're chayv. But if there's me'ila, then, which means it's hektish, then you're not going to be chayv to pay. So the Gemara is medayik, me'ila hu delespahu. It seems like it, what this is saying is that this, this is, this is an item, this is a property where there's no me'ila. But mikdash kachi, it could still be something which is kachim. Why did the Mishnah just explicitly say that if it's kachim, then there's no payment? It says that it's an item where there's no me'ila. Now there is a case where something could be hektish, but there's no iser of me'ila. So we see me'ila means misusing. The halach of me'ila is when you misuse hektish, so then you have to pay a fifth. You have to pay back and a fifth, then a carbon asham. There is a certain case of hektish where the halach of me'ila does not apply, and there you're going to be chayef to pay for the damage. What is this case? Says the Gemara, Mantana, who's, our, who's the Tana of our Mishnah, Amr Rabbi Yechenen, Rabbi Yechenen explains, the Kachim Kalim. This is talking about Kachim Kalim. This is a lower level of Kachim. And what's the halach of Kachim Kalim? You, the owner that has, he designated an animal to be Kachim Kalim. What's the typical case of Kachim Kalim? A carbon shlamim. So the owner designated this animal to, to be brought as a, a carbon shlamim. <clears throat> the owner still has a certain level of ownership in this. This follows the opinion of Rabbi Yisaglili, the Omar. Rabbi Yisaglili says, that even though it's already been sanctified and it belongs to Hashem to some extent, but it still also has a level of ownership of the Bailam himself. And there's no Allah of Mila here. By Kachim Kalim, only after you shecht it and you spray the blood on the Mizbeach, then there's Allah of Mila. At this point, there's no Allah of Mila. And therefore, Rabbi Yaisi says the owner still has a level of ownership. And therefore, if someone comes and damages this uh, animal, you will be chayev to pay. The Tanya, as we learned in the Braise, Rabbi Yaisi learns it from the following Pasik. And this is a Pasik where it speaks about a person that gave someone a pekoda in a deposit and then he denies that. The person that received it denies that he has it and he swears falsely, <clears throat> so he has to bring a carbon for that. So there the Pasik says, Amal, Amal, Bashem, that he did uh, a terrible thing for Hashem, that he denies this deposit that he has. The Pasik there continues and says, <laughs> He denies his friend's uh, claim that he has a pekoda from him. Right, so the, here, the Gemara, Rabbi Yisai Galili is darshaning, why does it say, Umal Amal Bashem? Why does it say Bashem? We're talking over here, uh, two private people. So what's the Bashem? Says Rabbi Yisai Galili, L'Rabbais Kachim Kalim Sheheim Emoina. Divri Rabbi Yisai Galili. Rabbi Yisai Galili says, what we're talking about is, a person that designated an animal of his to be a Karpin Shlomim, and then he gives it to someone as a Pekotin to keep for him, and then that person denies it. So when that person denies it, he's not only denying something that belongs to you, but he's also denying something that also belongs to Hashem. <coughs> so Rabbi Yisai Galili actually darshans the Pasek that, Umal Amal Bashem, when he denies, he's denying something that belongs to Hashem, and it also belongs to you. What, what could be something that belongs to Hashem and to you at the same time? Kachim Kalim. Kachim Kalim is something that has Kedusha, but you still have a level of ownership on it, and therefore the halachas over there regarding bringing the, it's a carbon that you have to bring over here when you deny this will apply. So, so Rabbi Yechenon is saying, just like Rabbi Yesi says this regarding this halacha by a Pekodain, the same idea applies over here regarding the Zikin. That if you mazik, if your ox is mazik now, this animal, so it's still considered to be something that has private ownership to it, and you have to pay for this. But the Gemara asks on this, could we say that this is what Rabbi Yisrael clearly holds, but Vatanan. We learned in another Mishnah about Kachim Kalim. The Mishnah there says, HaMekadish Bechelkai. A Kayin, after the Behemoth is shechted and the Karbanis, so then the Kayin gets a certain portion to eat 
So whether the portion that he has is bein bekachikachim from the animals that are were kachikachim, that's like a carbon achatos and so on, or bein bekachim kalim, whether it's from a carbon shlomim, which is kachim kalim, whatever portion of meat the kain gets to eat, ain't a mukadeshes. If the kain wants to take that portion of meat and give it to a woman to be mukadeshes, she will not be mukadeshes. So says the Gemara. Leimid the like Rabbi Yisiak Lili. Shall we say that that Mishnah and Kedushin is not like Rabbi Yisiak Lili? Because Rabbi Yisiak Lili says that the kain that receives a portion has a level of ownership, and therefore by a din of pekodain, it'll be yours. By the din of nizikin, it's like yours. So it should be yours for for Kedushin as well. Says the Gemara. No, that that is different. That Mishnah there is even Rabbi Yisiak Lili. Why? So what's the difference? When did Rabbi Yisrael Lili say that Kochim Kalim, the owner still has a level of ownership in it? That's this carbon when it's still alive before it was slaughtered. Once it was shechted already. Rabbi Yisrael Lili is going to be made now that that the kind that get their portion of meat to eat, they're getting it from the Eibishter. It's not theirs. It's they, they have a mitzvah to eat this meat and they're doing it's they're just getting it as a mitzvah from the Eibishter. Once it's alive, though, Rashir says the animal that a person designates as, designates as a carbon when it's still alive, so then because you have the achrayis and our responsibility to bring it up as a carbon, so that's you, you still have a certain level of achrayis over it, so you still have ownership over it. But once it's shechted, it's shulchan gavaya, it belongs completely to Hashem. Huh? And, uh, true, but uh, that's the pshat that Rashi says here. And it's, it's, uh, the Mepharshim discussed this, taka, what Rashi means by this, but that's what Rashi says. <clears throat> Okay, but now the Gemara asks from another case of Kachim Kalim, Umichayim Mi Omar, the animal which is still alive, Kachim Kalim, is it true that the owner still has a certain ownership over this? And therefore, not only for Pekadin, but even for Nazikin and for other Allahs, we should say that he still has the ownership over it. But Vatnam, you learned in the Mishnah regarding a case of Kachim Kalim. Bechayr. Now, Bechayr is also, has to be, what's the Allah of a Bechayr? The firstborn of an animal has to be brought as a carbon, and it's, 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 it has Allah of Kachim Kalim. And unless it gets a blemish. Once it gets a blemish, then the Kayin can keep this Bechayr and eat it for himself. So now, this Mishnah here, the, as we see, the Gemara is going to say, it's talking about a Bechayr that's born Bismanazeh, and you can't bring it as a carbon. So this Bechayr, Moichrin Aisai Tam Chai, a Kayin that gets a Bechayr from Yisrael, he can sell it to another Kayin. Uh, even if it's without any blemish, when it's still alive, he has ownership over it that he could sell it to another kind. But v'loy shachet, not once someone went and shechted it. Once someone went and shechted it, so you shechted it uh, today, not in the base of Mikdash, so this, uh, you weren't allowed to shechted it, you shechted it outside the base of Mikdash, so it's also to have any anah from it, so he can't, he can't sell it to anyone. But when, when, once it's, when it's still alive, bizman so he can sell it to, to another kind. If it's a Bukhar that already has a mum, so then whether it's chai, whether it's alive, or whether it's shachot, even after you shechted it, he can sell it to another kain. Because again, the Allah is by this Bukhar, once it gets a mum, the kain can eat it for himself. So once it gets a mum, even after it's shechted, he can sell it to another kain. And also, this Bukhar, even before it gets a mum, so it's kachim kalim, but still he can be makadish a woman with it. Now, Rav Nachman said about this in the name of Rav Baravu, <laughs> when do I say that this Bechay, even though it's not a Balmum, but still he can be Mekadash Isha with it? And so this was only said, This is only today when there's no Besam Niktash. Since it can't be brought as a carbon, so Islu Lukayanim, Begavayu. So therefore, the Kayanim have a Schus in it, even when it's alive. They have a Schus in this carbon. Now, Bizman should be Samikdash Kayam. 
But this Bechor, which has the status of Kachim Kalim, if it's in the time of the Bishamigdash is standing, the Chazil Akrave, since it, it could still be brought as a carbon, loy, you can't be Mekadash a woman with this. So what do we see over here? It says very clearly in this Braise that this Bechor, uh, which is Kachim Kalim, when it's alive, it, the owner does not have the client, the one that owns it, does not, he doesn't have any ownership that he could be Mekadash Yisha with this. Now, on this, this halacha that Rav Nachman said, that Rav Nachman explained this Mishnah here, Rav Nachman, Rav asked Rav Nachman about this from Rabbi Yaisi Aglili's opinion that we were discussing before. What did Rabbi Yaisi Aglili say? That we learned from that passage that we quoted before, that why does it say Bashem? That the Kachim Kalim of a person is considered to be his money. The owner still has a level of ownership in it. That's what Rabbi Yaisi Aglili says. It's not Rashi adds to this. The, the question the Gemara is asking over here is, this halacha that Rabbi Yisek Lili said, that Kachim Kalim, you have a level of ownership on it, we're talking even Bizman Shabbis Mikdash Kayim. When this carbon is going to be brought as a carbon in the base of Mikdash, even though it's going to be brought as a carbon, you still have a level of ownership on it. That Pasuk Amal Bashem is talking about in the time of the base of Mikdash when you're bringing a carbon. So the question is, why did Rav Nachman say regarding a Bukhair that only Bizman Azeh, could you be Mekadash Isha with it? And not Bismash Bismigdash Kayim. If Rabbi Yisek Lili himself says that uh, even Bismash Bismigdash Kayim, you have a level of ownership on it. So, what, what was the answer that was given to this? So, Mishani Ravina, Ravina answered to this question. Ravina accepted <laughs> the, the premise of the question that is that a Bechayr, which is Kachim Kalim, the owner does not have any level of ownership on it. Now, why did Rabbi Yisek Lili say that you do have ownership on it? It's in a very specific case. And that is when it's a Bukhari that's born outside Eretz Yisrael. And this follows what Rab Shimon explained about this. The Omer, he says, what do you do with the Bukhari that's born outside Eretz Yisrael? So he says, if it was already brought without a blemish to Eretz Yisrael, so it can be brought as a carbon in the Beis HaMikdash. What do we understand from what Rab Shimon says? If you brought it already to Eretz Yisrael, then you bring it as a carbon. You don't have you don't have to bring it to Eretz Yisrael. It's born in Chutzlaret. You can leave it there, allow it to get a blemish, and you don't have to bring it as a carbon. And it's only there regarding the Bechayr that's born in Chutzlaret that Rabbi Yisiak Lili said that the owner has a certain level of ownership on it. That's what Rabbi Yisiak Lili said. That you have a level of ownership on it. But now this contradicts what we said before. Before we said that Rabbi Yisiak Lili holds at any Kachin column. You have a level of ownership on it. So if what Rabbi Yechelen said before, that as long as the Kachim Kalan, this is an animal that's still alive, the owner has a level of ownership on it. Rabbi Yechelen says that an animal which is Kachim Kalan, it's your money, as long as it's still alive, it, it belongs to you. So then the answer that Ravina says is not true. We can't say that Rabbi Yisrael Glili said that you have a level of ownership in Kachim Kalim only regarding this specific case, a Bukhari that's born in Chutzlaretz. No, Lishani, the only answer that Avina would and should give is when we have a contradiction regarding Kachim Kalim, is it yours or not? The only answer you could say is, Ha Rabbi Yisrael Glili. Rabbi Yisrael Glili holds that every Kachim Kalim, as long as it's still alive, belongs to you. And Ha Rabbanon. And Rab Nachman that said regarding the Mishnah there that you, that uh, it's it's only yours bizman and not bizman shabbisamigdosh kayam he must he must have been talking about according to the opinion of Rabbana that disagree with Rabbi Yisrael Lili. So this is a question on what Rabbi Yechonin said before. Rabbi Yechonin said that every kachim kalim belongs to the to the owner. 
So the Gemara answers that this case that we brought up here, this Mishnah that we're discussing, it's talking about a Bechayr. A Bechayr is a different story. Yes, a Bechayr is Kachim Kalim, but has a different status of other kinds of Kachim Kalim. What's usual Kachim Kalim? Usual Kachim Kalim is when a person himself designates an animal of his to be brought as a carbon. As I mentioned, for example, a carbon shlom. This was the choice of the owner. He decided to designate it as a carbon. In such a case, that's where Rabbi Yechanan said that according to Rabbi Yechanan, the animal that you designate belongs still to you to some extent. But over here, a Bechayr is different. Why? Because matna is kahuna ka'amret. You're talking about a Bechayr, which Chetairah says is one of the 24 things that belongs to a Kayin. It's not even your choice. From the moment it's born, it belongs to the Kayin. Shani matna is kahuna. This Bechayr, that from the moment it's born, it's a gift for the Kayin. That is something that belongs to the Ebesha from the moment that it's born. So therefore, over there, even Rabbi Yisiyah Glili will agree that it belongs to the Eibishter. And as she adds, not only this Mishnah, is, which is talking about Bechayr, it's Kachim Kalim, but it belongs to the Eibishter from the moment that it's born. But uh, also the other Braise that was brought from Rabbi Yisiyah Glili was also talking about Bechayr as well. And therefore, the Gemara explained that only if it's a Chutzlaret do I say that you'll have some kind of ownership on it because you don't have to bring it as a carbon to their Eretz Yisrael. But otherwise, a Bechayr is different. A Bechayr, from the moment it's born, it belongs to the Ebesher and the owner has no level of ownership over it.